It's your favorite girl, Jade Phoenix, here back with yet another episode of The Phoenix Gate. And I'm not alone. Introduce yourself. Hi. Hi. In the long version, I am Medic of Gotham 1013. <laughs> you can just call me MOG 1013. That's right. And hopefully, you'll be you guys will be seeing more of me as the weeks come. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to call him Mog. <laughs> hey, I'm a Final Fantasy That's fan, right. so Mog works for me. It really works. I just don't do any weather changing no, dances. No, no, at least not in this outfit. No, no. And, no. The, and the only weather I change is I make it rain. Oh, God. Because you're not be stripping on the weekends. Yeah, that's true. You do. You know. Hey, what an image. <laughs> so, all right, we're back. Sorry we didn't uh, cast last week. It's almost Thanksgiving. Things happen. But we're back, and hopefully we will be back consistently every single week for the rest of the year. Um, but tonight, I'm hoping whoever is joining us in the cast is ready, and I'm warning you now, spoilers ahead. Spoiler, 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 spoilers. So if you have not watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Netflix, log off, listen to me later, listen to us later. We are on iHeartRadio, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. I mean, we're everywhere. You, uh, you could listen to this cast without being mad at me for spoiling Sabrina for you. So pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so ahead of time, sorry, not sorry. No, not sorry at all. But um, yeah, so let's just dive right into it, honestly, because there's a lot of changes that are coming up for the Phoenix Gate. I mean, if you haven't noticed, this is going to be happening a lot more. Why? Because I'm going back to my roots, ladies and gentlemen. I am so tired of trying to cater to everybody being all bumblegum and <laughs> it doesn't work for me. No. Sorry. No. No. Mm -hmm. So that's why he's here. <laughs> it's like, woo! What? Um, apparently we are being invaded. By what? They didn't have the Tony snatcher. Goodbye, oh, no, Tony. not the Tony. No, he can stay. He's fine. Get He's back fine. in the production tent. Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But, yeah, I got Mog with me now, and he's going to help me reconnect with some really, really deeply buried roots that I've been hiding from everybody for the last, like, what, two, three years, mm -hmm. give or take? You're not really hiding them from anybody. Yeah, ha ha, you're funny. <laughs> I know I am. Oh, you're so funny. I mean, oh, he's funny because he's true. Uh, I just haven't had time to go to the salon. The pink will return, or I may change it. Who knows? I haven't fair decided enough, yet. Fair enough. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Yes. For those of us that remember, in the early to mid 90s on TGIF, they had Sabrina the Teenage Witch starring. Probably one of the most iconic female actresses of that era being Melissa Joan Hart. Somebody say, some people say I look like her. I could see it. Yeah, I've gotten Melissa Joan Hart. I mostly get Shirley Manson from Garbage, though. But, duh. Duh. But they have said that I do resemble Melissa Joan Hart when I'm not wearing heavy, heavy-duty makeup. makeup. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. And then recently, I think, what was it, <laughs> two, three weeks ago, they released it on Netflix? Uh, I would say Halloween. Ha Halloween. Halloween. The Netflix released the, I believe it was The Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Yeah, something like, like that. that. First first and foremost, none of the original cast returns. None. No Melissa Joan Hart, no Caroline Ray, et cetera, et cetera. Right. That being said, the actress they cast to play Sabrina Spellman does strike a striking resemblance to Melissa Joan Hart, but like a much younger one, around like the Clarissa explains yes, it all years. Yes, yes, I do agree. But with the with with the short hair out of the Archie comic books. Yes, and the black headband. Mm -hmm. She did start sporting the black headband, like kind of like Gwen Stacy, yeah. kind of. But the funny thing is, is Sabrina did it first. Yeah, and then and then in the long and short of it, they do make references to Archie comics because during the series they do make references to Riverdale, which is another series on tele on mainstream television. Yep, which is basically what happened in the original Sabrina because Sabrina was in Archie comics. Yes, so, so they're really so, sticking true to that, and I which like I that. Like. Yeah, I do. But anyway, this Sabrina is a lot darker, but 
in a way a lot more politically minded than the original. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I can yeah. But in a very different way because traditionally when you have quote unquote mortals interacting with witches, it's mm. usually the mortals with pitchforks and torches and stakes and nooses and whatnot. Mm. We don't need to talk about that. No, the burning times we don't need to speak. No. But that being said, I found it weird after watching, and I been literally binge watched the whole series last night, so it's fresh in my mind. He did. Um, it's sort of odd that the witches are almost portrayed more like those Christian Puritans back in those times, where they're very <laughs> patriarchal, very overbearing, very our way or the highway, which is normally, you know, the way people would consider the Christians, Puritans, however you want to say it, how they were acting towards the witches back in that time. Yeah, you know, it's actually kind of interesting to see that twist. Yeah. I do enjoy it because if you didn't already figure out, both Mog and I are practicing witches. We actually have been as long as we've known each other, and that's like close to like 17 or 18 years. You know? Damn, we're old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Considering the fact that my hands cramped up with like arthritic pain from playing Spyro yesterday. <laughs> Spyro? Yeah, I got the new remastered trilogy. Oh, okay, but okay. I'm not going off, I'm not going off on a tangent here. I'm just, Tony, you really are blocking people. See, Tony is to our He's my broadcast, familiar. Yes, but to our broadcast, he's kind of that balding middle-aged guy in the sound booth smoking like chain cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Going like, this is going to be ratings gold, people. Ratings gold. And the funny thing is, is he's not even, there's like a fly in front of you or something. There's like, he's not even facing the camera. If he was facing the camera, I'm pretty sure they would enjoy his pretty face. See, look at that face. Look at that face. Brad. Anyways, so <laughs> like, yeah, we are practicing witches. And honestly, like, there's a lot of discrimination that goes with someone saying, hey, I'm a witch. Mm -hmm. But I mean, and, and as much as overall, I enjoyed the chilling tales of Sabrina, the teenage witch. Mm -hmm. That being said, that series had one huge glaring problem. Gigantic. And that is the fact that on this miniseries, new show, I'm not quite sure what it's going to be just yet. Can, they're going to try to make it a series like they did Riverdale. Okay. Um, and they being, are, we are getting a Christmas special December yeah, 14th. I, I saw that. I want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but that having been said, I, I kind of take a little bit of umbrage with the fact that everything magical has to do with five words. S-A-T-A-N. Satan. And honestly, as a practicing witch, I'm going to be the first one to say, not today, Satan. We actually, as depending on your, what's the word I'm looking for here? Pantheon or your practice. Most of us, I would say 99% of us, do not believe in Satan. There is no Satan in witchcraft. Not really. There's negative energy. There's dark energy. There's dark gods. Mm -hmm. Demons, yeah, they exist. Um, neg negative ghosts, bad ghosts, all sorts of shit. Yeah, but yeah. we, honest to God, do not have Satan. No. That's a Catholic thing. Yeah, that was sort of like a big, scary figurehead to scare all the, you know, the children. No, no, witchcraft is bad. Mm. Being a child of nature is bad. Come to the warm embrace of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then feel bad about everything you do afterwards. Don't touch yourself. You'll, you're going to go to hell. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Back, 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 back. Like, double-click that mouse right there. Yes! Anyways, yes. but no, I mean, like, and then on top of that, because they used a statue of Baphomet, they, now they're getting sued by the church. The Was it, was it a the, Satanist church? The, yeah. They said they did not ask permission to use a copy of their idol that they actually use in front of their church mm -hmm. yet meanwhile i think it was what was i reading the other day that the actual like council of satanists or whatever the i don't know satanism well so whatever but they're saying they don't really care it's the actual church that they actually built that has a problem you mean like the catholic church anytime they're portrayed in a negative light not saying just saying oh no oh priest touching boys <clears throat> Oh my god. It's not a sin. It's not a sin. It's, it's not, not a sin. sin, my child. Just, you know. I'm sorry. I need to drink some more mead for that. <laughs> there. Now that the major elephant in the room is out or goat. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I also had a bit of a problem with the fact that Salem didn't talk, especially because oh. at the end, the iguana familiar of the other witch did talk. Yes, he did. 
I'm sorry, no, not the, I'm sorry, the, the Raven. The Raven. Miss Satan. Madam Satan. That's not Madam Satan. That's apparently one of our bitches. That's yeah. Lilith. She said flat out, I am I'm Lilith. Lilith. And, and then I was kind of like, oh. And then she's like, but I call myself Madam Satan. Then I was like, oh. Yeah, that's kind of like how in like House of a Thousand Corpses, you have Dr. Satan. You know, it's kind of yeah, how but it just, it's, it's annoying. It is. It is. Satan right. this, Satan that. It's bad enough we had to watch Satan get his ass kicked by the androids in Dragon Ball Z that too i mean and then on top of that like also you like if you watch supernatural you know lucifer is in there and i think they did have lilith yeah they did they did there's always been like whenever you see lucifer usually lilith goes hand in hand why because lilith is the dark goddess that fell before him mm -hmm. like in actuality lilith was there before lucifer yeah like so. i mean you know in the in these in the greatest story ever told um, you know, says Lucifer was cast out of paradise and he landed in hell. Uh -huh. It's, it's kind of like a guy in his mid thirties moving back in with his mom. <laughs> mom, <laughs> I need a place to stay. Mom, the meatloaf. Get the meatloaf, mom. <laughs> mom, meatloaf. I mean, let's not get it twisted. We're not bashing Christianity or Catholicism. If that's what you believe, that's what you believe. It's just not what we follow. No, we follow the 13th. I'm sorry. Yeah. The 13th. No, 11th. The 11th commandment laid down by the great patron saint of humor, St. George Carlin. And that is, keep thy religion to thyself. Basically. I mean, you don't see me coming on here every week, sitting here going, oh, I'm going to teach you how to do this spell. And you can learn how to do that. And if you totally vibe with the total, like, well, this, uh. this isn't Wicked Club from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, and we're not Wicked. No. That's the other thing. Like, people don't need to, like, people need to understand that Sabrina actually does get some things right where mm -hmm. like i said with the different pantheons there are satanic witches there are you know just like there are wiccans there are earth children there are hippies you know like yogis are actually really a form of witchcraft yeah. if you Druids, think about it Stragas, et cetera. exactly you know it's this is just a different take on a beloved character that we've had since god my mom must have been a kid well, yeah, when she came out in Archie Comics, probably. Mm, yeah, probably in the 60s. Parents... She came out in the 60s. I yeah, think. so our parents were kids. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about a generational character who, believe it or not, is now going into, I would say, this would be the third generation incarnation. Yeah, because we had the comic had, books, yeah, and we had Melissa Joan Hart, yeah. and now this is the third. Exactly. So, I mean, honestly, I think Netflix did a great job. Yeah, in terms of production quality, yeah. the storylines, they were engaging. I mean, they, yeah, they, right. there were certain points where they lulled a little bit. But but hey, that that's you know that sets up for like the big, ooh you know, what's okay. gonna happen now? For, for example, the one where they're all locked in the mortuary with with the, with the sleep demon, with the nightmare demon. Yeah. And then magically, like, oh, you know, how are they gonna figure their way out of this? Boom! Here comes who turns out to be Lilith. Going, this is what you need to do. Right. And you see that character in and of herself start to darken as the series progresses because when you first see her she's very prim and proper she's got her she looks like you know your traditional sexy librarian out of a porno movie well she's still trying to fit in at that yeah. point and then afterwards it's like glasses <laughs> gone then it's you know when the when the like, cheesy music comes in oh yeah you know like look at me i'm a sex kitten meanwhile she's eating her sexual partners you know <laughs> it's like like it, there is a reason why men sometimes call us bloodsuckers because you know lilith <laughs> Lilith's the original bloodsucker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's true. I mean, literally. Yeah, I mean, she 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 she, she did take Adam's virginity. She just did. Saying. She took Adam's virginity, and then she did create the race of vampires. Mm -hmm. mm. With Cain. Yes, with Cain. And how they reference Cain in Serena. Serena. Yeah. Cain Pit. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Which goes right into from another sect being the Batman universe mm. with Ra's al Ghul and the Lazarus Pits. Truth. Now you got two different pantheons or different sects of television and they both need to make reference to some Christian entity mm. to explain resurrection. Hmm. Now, Jade, mm. the, the, I could have sworn that there was something else out there that was like from our world that was a symbol of resurrection. Oh, I don't know. What now, could what? it be? I don't know. What, what, what could it be? Oh, oh look, there what? it is. It's a fucking phoenix. Hi. I mean, what the hell else are we called for? 
Exactly. <laughs> I mean, granted, the spelling may not be traditional, but it is Gaelic, which is of the Druid tradition. We both practice. I dabble a little bit. He's full blown. I dabble because I'm I, I'm an eclectic witch. I refuse to follow any one pantheon. Mainly because oh, my, there's like several that I'm called yeah. to. My pantheon is eclectic. It's just my core beliefs are very yeah, druidic. Your core beliefs are very druidic. Mine are more Egyptian. Which is funny because my patron deity is Egyptian. Which is funny because my patron deity is Celtic. <laughs> so. And my patron goddess is Norse. So that's completely out yeah, of Yeah, well, field. we'll get into that in another show. Yeah. Where we can actually explain like how we came to be to the callings that we are, but we're talking Sabrina today. Yeah, we're talking about Sabrina. We're talking Sabrina. Okay, so let me tell you about this bitch, Sabrina here. Okay, now um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very well made. Um, little like things here and there that maybe nodded to the original when it comes to like Hilda and Zelda, where Hilda's mm. a little, where Hilda's a little more free flowing and like fun loving. They kind of made her a bit of an idiot. Shut up, butter. No, no comments from the peanut gallery. I think she has to go outside. You gotta go out. All right, well, you continue your thought. I'm gonna go put the angry dog out. Okay. So, as uh, I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, Damn Hilda oh yeah, Hilda and Zelda. Okay. In this one, they made her kind of an idiot. Like she's kind of like the hapless loser that can't seem to get anything right. They kind of made her into Professor Sprout from Harry Potter, which. I don't know if I necessarily agree with. I like the fact that although she was a little bit goofy and a little bit, you know, freewheeling, the Caroline Ray portrayal of Hilda Spellman was a lot. You know, there was there was Whoa. there was some edge to her. Like she would get angry. She wouldn't be a complete pushover. And Zelda wasn't so dominatrixy as she was. I mean, that cigarette, oh the, the, the cigarette holder to start off made her like okay, yeah. Javier I mean, says it wasn't cool. What's not cool? The portrayal of Hilda or the portrayal of Zelda? Because honestly, I kind of like the new take. Because the, the blonde dance from Sabrina, the original one that we saw, were supposed to be comedic. These ants well, are like. Well, Zelda was always still more straight laced than Hilda. Right, but she wasn't evil. No, this one she she's wasn't evil. dark. She was always just straight laced. This is what's going to happen because she was very intelligent. Mm -hmm. This one is like. Bitch, I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, yeah. Hmm. He says he doesn't like the portrayal of, of, Hilda? The, of Hilda or Zelda. Well, I mean, I, I was getting a little annoyed with the way that they were doing Zelda and Hilda. And then out of nowhere, they make Zelda and Father Blackwood into the self-flagellating... Crazy people. Which is just another not-so-subtle attempt to make... It's a Christian us reference. Yeah. Open day. Yeah, but just to make us look like, oh, well, they're witches, so they're savages, and they're into all this debauchery and all this nonsense. Let's get it. Not, let's not get it twisted. Do a lot of witches dabble in the BDSM scene? Some. Sure, some, some do. Some actually use sexual magic as their thing. Do all of us do it? No. Do we actually answer to a council? No. Are we cannibals? No. no. Let me not now. No. <laughs> Maybe back in the day. Hey. <laughs> I am not a cannibal. Only if a census take a tries to test me. I mean, let's not get it twisted. They portrayed a festival where they took 12, was it 12 or 13? 14. 14, thank you. 14 young witches that Supposedly are. Supposedly virgins at that. Yeah, okay. Um, and they were gonna eat them. Oh, no, they were only gonna eat one. They were gonna eat it, just one. And and not in in that way. No. And that's what makes it crazy. It's like they're already complaining, at least in one of the episodes, I think, of how the witch population was declining. Then stop eating somebody every year. Yeah. And you would think that, you know, this is just one coven. There's other covens. Multiple. Because Miss Miss Wardwall. Do Denise goes do some Christian devil in BDSM? Yes, they do too. Oh yeah, we oh, know. Yeah, More some so. Jewish guys. Jewish guys love BDSM. Love it. I can't uh, tell you how many smack times. Smack my matzo balls. Oh my god, I can't tell. Oh you. my god. Oh my god, I'm getting okay. a little verklempt. I'll give you a topic to discuss. It. The peanut is neither a pea nor a nut. Discuss. And as my cat decides to fuck with my computer, thank you. Anyways, well. 
I mean, let's not get it twisted. Like I said, you and I have been friends for so long, and we used to go to some pretty wild fucking goth and BDSM parties. And there would be mundane there. And what were they? Almost always. What's up? They were they were always submissive to one of us. Well, not one of us personally, but he was always submissive, and it was almost always a Hasidic. Mm. Well, you know. Or not, even I've seen some Catholics there. Yeah. I've well, seen not some, to, I've seen some normals. Again, let me preface this not to come down on them in any way. No, they're why alive, not? But Orthodox Judaism is a very patriarchal run religion. Very. The men are always right, and the women are subservient to the point where they got to cut their hair. But they have to shave their heads. Yes. And keep the and then the husbands keep their hair in the bag. You didn't know that. You know those pillows yeah. they carry around? That's actually their wives' hair. Yeah, I know. It just it just puts the weirdest thought in my head. It's like in the middle I don't, of the no, night. No, 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 I don't want to hear it. No. All right, <laughs> let me let me let butter it in. Okay. Oh, hi, Jeff. Excelsior. Yes, we are going to have at the end of the cast a moment of silence for Stanley because I was a hysterical mess the other day when I found out and whatever. But we are talking Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Netflix and how it's don't get out of my seat. How it's kind of accurate, but at the same time inaccurate, and how we enjoyed it, but we have some nitpicking to do. Yes. Yeah. There's some nitpicking to be done about this, but overall, like I said, they did a good job. They did. It was entertaining. I it was, enjoyed the it. storyline was engaging. You know, hey, it's kept me from playing Black Ops Four for like what six, seven, eight hours, if not more. More, I would say maybe about 10 for 10 hours. So, oh, 10 yeah. hours, I was not playing video games because I was watching this thing, yeah. So, it had to have an engaging storyline. <laughs> no, I mean, let's not get it twisted. Like, the Phoenix Gate, in no way, shape, or form, is against any form of your religion, my religion. We love a varying of opinions, we love debates just because we follow a certain aesthetic and. Stop. I mean, I don't even know the right words to use here. What's the mm. word you're trying to use? Discipline. There we go. Um, just because we follow a certain discipline doesn't mean we don't have respect for other religions. In fact, it's actually our respect for other religions that makes us know probably more about these other religions than most people. And that's why we make fun of it, which is kind of ironic. Because mm -hmm. most, believe it or not, you can trace witchcraft and healing and all sorts of these things especially some of the things expressed in sabrina the teenage witch back to the times when we lived in caves so it's not like they were shooting and hitting way off the mark with it they actually were they actually i'm actually you know the one thing i really tony the one thing that i want to say is they did their homework yeah mm -hmm. i mean there were certain things they got right and there were certain things that they got very wrong. may have embellished a little bit just a bit i mean it is tv well netflix so, I mean, kind of that's that's the new wave of TV is this original streaming content. That's true. Considering, do you remember when Netflix used to send you like DVDs? In the shit? mail yeah. and you had to make a list, yeah. And you could only get three at a time. And then if you didn't send them back, they charged you the full price of the movie. And ow, 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 okay, okay, all right, this is not fun for, ow. Furry tumor. Oh, fucking pinch scotch. Ah. This is what happens when your cat wants to be... Part of your podcast so anyways but well let's go back to hilda and zelda we kind of went off on a tangent yeah you know i really do like the fact that they introduced more characters yeah there was a deeper, their nephew yeah ambrose ambrose i don't even remember am if there was an ambrose in the original no i don't think they no, spoke they, of him well no they were there was obviously other spellmans but you never actually saw them except for edward once in a blue moon yeah which, though I do like that they kept the same name. Yes. It was Edward Spellman no matter what. Yes. And I do like the fact that they did keep her half-mortal. Yeah, they did I keep like her half-mortal. Um, just the way that they made him look, I kind of liked the the Edward from the Melissa Joan Hart. Because he was the same guy that was the voice of the Beast. Yes. So when he would get angry, the I Beast voice would come out, and it was greatly entertaining to us Disney nerds. Yes. <laughs> um... Jeffrey says, I respect other religions as well, but since I read the haters hate hate, they need to go play in traffic. Agreed. Yep. And the first ones out into the street are the Westboro Baptists. Not saying, just saying. 
we don't speak of them. Why? Because it's just too easy. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, Diane. Hi. <laughs> um, so Hilda, I like the fact that they made her darker, and I like the fact that they still. You mean Zelda? Yeah. Because Hilda is basically grown-up version of Fat Amy from the Pitch Perfect movies. But that's also the chick from Shaun of the Dead. I know. Yeah, and I like that. And it, it, you know, that doesn't bother you if they have those weird accents in Massachusetts. Well, because they're centuries old. That's the other thing that kind of bugged me. They really, really, really pushed the whole fact that they were semi-immortal. That they aged more slowly. Super slow. Well, but they they get that essentially for. Giving their soul. Yeah, giving their soul to the devil. Not saying, just saying. Okay. Yeah. It is what it is. You sign your soul in the book of the beast and you age a million times slower than most people and you get all this crazy immense power. Mm. But you signed your soul over to Satan. Satan. Who I, I when's the last time you saw like that Baphomet looking version of Satan? With fucking fangs, like they—that was—that was a little. It made it a little campy for me. The Just fact a they gave cheesy. him, that they gave him fangs, and they made him growl, and that he, yeah. of course, lived in the caves. Like mm -hmm. we haven't seen that a million fucking times, you know. Though, mm -hmm. and it was, it was a minor character for one episode or so that didn't Apophis. Yeah. For those of because we play Smite, so we, we know do. Apophis. Mm -hmm. And we've also read Lady yeah. Dead and yeah. watched the cartoons and actually know about certain things. Yes, the, the ever the ever hungry, ever consuming worm. Mm. Let's not get it twisted. The demon, it, the demon, um, they were fun. I actually did enjoy how they portrayed them. Like the like the nightmare demon, the nightmare. baddie or whatever. Yeah. I, I I mean I really did enjoy it. Yeah, they were fact. they were unique. They were interesting, yeah. and they weren't like super campy. Yeah. They weren't like super like. And, yeah! and, and, and going of. back to that particular episode with the nightmare demon, like mm. that's what that show got like real dark. You have Ambrose performing an autopsy on himself, and he feeling every part of it. Oof! I was like, and then okay, well done. Go. Speaking of that episode, were you going to Zelda's nightmare, where? The Dark Lord is coming for dinner, and Hilda makes a vegetable pie. And he likes the vegetable pie. Pie over the roast child. Yeah. Roast, mm. what they call it, long pig? No, roast child. I think it's lawn roast. pig. Yeah. But no, they, he she just says roast child. But that being said, that sounds similar to something else in Catholic dogma now, especially the way that that ends up. Kind of Cain sounds a lot and like Abel. sounds a lot like Cain and Abel, except you know, after Cain killed Abel, he wasn't made into a weird human centipede Siamese twin. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> no, he was sent to heaven. <laughs> I mean, we're, there's so many different versions of Cain in yeah. cinema and TV and literature. I mean, we're talking about one of the oldest freaking stories in the Kitty world Kitty yeah, yeah. snickers we're talking about one of the oldest stories in the world and they did try to tie in all these elements in mm -hmm. sabrina because if you're gonna talk lucifer you have to talk king mm -hmm. you have to talk lilith these are half two characters that need to somehow be incorporated into this your storyline you know, in, in 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 the catholic stage you know these are like the og big baddies right here the triple threat which, huh, what other religion goes with the triple threat? Hmm. Could it be, oh. could it be uh, 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 us? Oh, my God. And then, yeah. wait, what the is the Catholic steal from us? Ah, it's Cerberus. Yes, this is right here. This is Cerberus, but only one head. Only one. Because <laughs> she's happy. Anyways, I mean, there's so many references to Catholicism, Satan. Like, the only thing that bothered me is in the Satanistic satanistic part they didn't really follow the ideals of true satanism no at all satanists you want to know a secret do not worship satan they don't there is no satan in the satanic religion i'm pretty sure about that yeah yeah okay it's just it's chaos they worship chaos not just chaos they worship unrest pleasure. anarchy 
pleasure. Giving into your baser desires. Yeah, basically what I mean, they, okay, they worship is themselves. Yeah. In I mean, their religion, they're the it, God. Yeah, when they come down to it, Sick you know. Butter. When for those of us again, we warned you that this was there were gonna be spoilers in this. And a lot of, you know, things that may upset you because I don't know your religion. I don't mean to offend you, but if we are, I apologize now because this is literally just a debate and a review of a show that we actually really enjoy. I'm sorry, I don't apologize. I do. But anyway, um I do because I'm going to hear it later if I don't. I'm sure. But in the long in the because you know, even though it's my show, mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we our religion has the threefold rule too. It you, does. Whatever you put out there comes back threefold upon you. But yeah, they 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 sort of just sort of almost made like a little shave dice of Satanism. And they said, okay, Sabrina, you got to go to the Academy of Unseen Arts and you have to go to Weekly Black Mass. Okay. That's cool. So do Netflix, do you realize what you told your viewing public? You're going to subject a six, what, what she, 15? 16. 16 year old girl to every week? Black Mass. Yes. And what is the culmination of Black Mass? Fucking on an altar. Oh, yeah. Now, I would prefer if Black Mass was just somebody getting spinning heel kicked every week. <laughs> but it's not. It'd be a lot more fun, though. I mean, they did kind of tweak it that way so they made it look like it wasn't. Yeah. You know, I mean. But, for, you know, but you know, we're going to give you the inside track as to what the facts are. We're going to tell you how it's really done. I mean, this is why we're basically sitting here saying kind of inaccurate netflix i mean we understand you want the theatrics and you in the drama and you don't want to get you know you don't want the fcc or the parents television council coming down on you well the thing <sighs> is is they can't that's the wonderful thing about netflix is it's not truly regulated the way that it should or could be mm -hmm. depending but we get the edgier shit on netflix mm -hmm. because that kind of a tv show i guarantee you would never be on hbo showtime cinemax or maybe stars Stars would probably do it. Stars would do it. Cinemax would do it. Just, just at hello, late Skinamax. at night. Skinamax. <laughs> Maybe HBO. I mean, they do have Game of Thrones. And Oz. And Oz. Oz years ago. But that was before everybody was all like, oh my God, PC. I don't know. Oz lasted. Snowflakes. Oz lasted until 2003. And I think the Parent Television Council was around at that point. No, it and started was still, to get bad. It started that, to get bad yeah. then. So they got out just before because they got to show all the manly butt love they wanted. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Anyway. Anyway, that's going off on a tangent. But on a related note, since we've just been sitting here talking, I've noticed there is one thing that this Netflix original streaming content has actually gotten right. And it's horror. A lot of their yes. horror shit is dead on. Yes. We're talking Sabrina. We're talking Ca the animated Castlevania, which as an oh old school gamer god. like me, oh my god, thank you, Netflix. Yes. We'll talk about that well, in, you know another, in another yeah. show. But, but you know, Black Mirror and uh, all these other shows that are so great and they're so Altered sort of, Carbon. You know what? I haven't watched that one yet. But watch it! Oh my god. Do it now. Stop whining. Quit shouting. Sweet. Do it now. Oh my god. You're missing ah. out. You are missing out if you have not watched Altered Carbon. Especially because they're coming out with another season. And Timmy Turner, that's why you do not deserve any godparents. <laughs> but, I mean, let's not get it twisted. Going with the new shape of the flow of the Phoenix Gate, we are going to be a lot darker. We are going to be talking about more horror. We are going to be talking about more things that are off the beaten path. You know, things that you want to know about, but you may be too afraid to ask, so you go to Google. And Google isn't going to give it to you straight. No. We're going to give it to you straight. Don't, don't go to Google. Don't go to Wikipedia. Go to the Phoenix Gate. Go to the Phoenix Gate. Drop us a line. Yeah. Let us know what you want us to talk about. It's true. And when we can, we will fit it in. And you know what? We'll even give you a shout out for suggesting it. Pretty much. I mean, you can find us here on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Podbean. Uh, yeah. And it's all spelled the same. The Phoenix Gate. So drop us a line if there's something you want us to talk about that may be off the beaten path or you're too afraid to ask your friends because they'll look at you like you're a freak. Mm-hmm. We won't. We don't judge. No. Only well, shows well, and movies. Well, we judge, but it's judged with love. Hi, Dominique. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 we come from a place of cynical love because we have love, but we're also cynical about it. That's what a goth is. It's what goths do. We're, we're, we're kind of that aunt that shows up at Christmas and asks you, when are you going to marry a nice young man? Well, not even that. We're like the hedgehog. We're really cute, but we're prickly. 
So hug us gently. I mean, don't get me wrong. Just because I'm deciding to go with a darker turn on the gate doesn't mean I'm going to stop talking about all the poppy bubblegum shit that I was talking about before. We're still going to talk about cosplay and we're still going to talk hmm. about conventions. We're, yeah. I mean, they're, we're both you know, cosplayers. Yeah. I mean, for those that want to, if I'm remembering it off the top of my head right now, my Instagram is medic underscore of underscore Gotham. Mm -hmm. Feel free to. No, on my Instagram, it's just Medic of Gotham. Oh, you got rid of 1013? No, that was Cardiac 1013 yes. before I changed it. There you go. So, so Medic of Gotham, feel free to follow me. When we go to cons, I will upload pictures. She will upload pictures. And we'll be interviewing people, too. Mm -hmm. So if you want to come and be on the show, yeah. And find thankfully, us. I joined the show after majorly fanboying out in front of Alex Kingston. Because if that was on video, I may have had to stick my head in the oven. Because, oh, my God, I walked up there. Just as a side note, I walked up to her, and she looks me dead in the face and goes, Hello, sweetie. And literally, I just turned into a gibbering 15-year-old. I was like, I'm gonna, uh, uh, I love Dr. Elizabeth Corday. And she was like, oh, that's so sweet that you even remember that character. I was just like, uh-huh, sign here, picture. Now, if that wasn't bad enough that I knew I was fanboying internally, there were these three British chicks behind me online to meet Alex Kingston. They're like, oh, look, he's blushing. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> because mean, they followed me from Carolina Ravasa. For those people who don't know who she is, she's the voice of Sombra from Overwatch. Yeah. And we are video gamers, so we will be talking about that too. Just because I'm taking this show in a slightly new direction doesn't mean that we're going to not talk about the things that you want to hear. I mean, we're talking about a show that has literally, I know people that are like super straight laced, hardcore straight edge that loved Sabrina. That actually really did. I got friends of mine in, like, my friend Javi, who I don't know if he's still watching right now. My friend Javier, he lives in California. He's awesome. I love you. And he's with the 501st Legion. You know? I mean, and they're all, they're all about Star Wars. And he likes Sabrina. You know? I got uh, I got Jeff. You remember Juggernaut? Yes. Right. Juggy. Um, Juggy's here. He's paying attention to us. He's a faithful fan. He tunes in almost every week. I got my Dominique here, who's another cosplayer and a beautiful one. She's the um, the Dark Phoenix that I took pictures with at, uh, yes. yeah, at Comic-Con. She had the really nice wings behind her. Mm -hmm. That's my Dominique. Um, you know, we're literally going to be, if you can hear the stuff in the background. Oh, well, D, if you haven't finished watching it, I suggest, even though I love you and I'm glad that you're tuning in, get off. <laughs> Get off now because we're gonna spoil Spoilers. it for you. Spoilers. Spoil, spoil, spoil. I mean, unless you don't care about us spoiling it, and you're gonna continue to watch it anyway. Yeah, and then case, then feel free. Hey, sit down, crack open a beard, glass of wine, do what you gotta do. You I do got you, boo boo. I'm doing me. I have Pipeworks Lucky Cat, which is a strawberry hibiscus beer. Yeah, there will be beer snobbery on this channel once in a blue moon. Oh no, no, you can have it if you want. Excellent. <laughs> you can have beer snobbery on all. We'll put that all over Instagram so we can suggest to you the different things to mm -hmm. drink. I yes. myself already know what I like, but I trust him when it comes to certain things because he knows what I like. Well, I just noticed you still have the bottled wine I gave you as a housewarming gift right up there. Mm -hmm. It's not opened. Oh, I know. I'm not going to open it. No, we'll save it for something important. Yeah, like when we go and get a sponsor. Netflix, sponsor us. We love you. <laughs> Netflix, sponsor us. Geekyjerseys.com, sponsor us. Yeah. Anybody that like wants us to wear their shit on camera. Pretty much. Sponsor us. Does Maybe. Trip still exist? Yeah, because I bought the trip pants. No, I know. I'm saying so they can sponsor us too. Oh, trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that way, here. Yeah. No, here's a here's a non Sabrina related spoiler. Coming soon to a con near you. The punk rock. Luna and Artemis. Yeah, because, I mean, everybody knows me for my Luna cosplay, but everybody's been doing the punk scouts lately, and I love it. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm all about it. it. But, but nobody, nobody does the cats. Nobody does punk Luna. Nobody does punk Artemis. We are, and yeah. we'll be the first. Even though that there was a con where the first run of punk Artemis was shown, I'm not going to mention what con, when it, what year it was, because I'm not particularly thrilled with the way it turned out. Because I kind of half-assed it at the last second. It's fine. We're gonna we're we're gonna be amazing. Yeah, no, I've got everything I need to for the finished version. I've even added for those who will go and follow me. There are pictures of me from Comic Con with certain people. I'm hoping <laughs> you figure out what my cosplay was. For those that can't, 
I took my own spin on Frank Castle, the Punisher. I made the Punisher medic. That was a legitimate black and white paramedics uniform with the Punisher t-shirt underneath and the tack vest and pistols. And I've added more pistols to it. They're loving the cats right now. I'm sorry. I have seven. You guys don't seem to understand. I have seven cats that live in this apartment with me and two dogs. So I have seven familiars. Actually, nine if you count my dogs. But... They have a mind of their own, and even if I shove him off, he will protest, and uh, he'll be back. He'll in, like be back in about five minutes. He'll jump on either his lap or mine, and he's already there. He's on the. He's underneath. He's underneath Mog's. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> he's back. This is why we call you the Scooch. You are the Scoochie. But anyways, so I mean. We went off on a major tangent there. Yeah, we did. We did. But anyway, bringing it back to Sabrina. Bringing it yeah. back to Sabrina. Well, well done, Netflix, for taking a classic, like, that was classic Friday night television. Yeah. With Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Friday night, like you. And like, you kept enough of the integrity yeah. of the original, but you took it in your own sort of weird Netflix, Netflixy twisted horror thriller direction, which both of us dig. I enjoy. I, I mean, thought it was really cool. Like, don't think that we're nitpicking it because we hated it. We actually truly enjoyed no, we it. We liked it. We liked it a lot. Tony, say hi if you're going to be annoying. Yeah, that's right. No, no. Watch. Tony. <laughs> Everybody's saying hi, Tony. Well, like, all right. So let's go back to Sabrina. I mean, how many episodes was it? Like 10? 10, something like eight that. Eight or 10? Eight or 10 Anywhere episodes. between eight and 10 episodes. We are getting the Christmas special that was just announced for Which the 14th. For, for our first run was excellent. A, a decent amount of episodes. Yes. I mean, not like... Butter! Not like other ones where you got three episodes, Castlevania. <sighs> I mean, and I also do like the fact that, like, both you and I are anime geeks. Yeah. You know, full-blown. I'm actually just finished an anime and i'll talk i want to talk about it soon but um i suggest you watch it it is on netflix as well and it's called um angels of death and it was so fucking good now, did you watch fate not yet good um so many characters are references to stuff we like <gasps> like even though she and you would like it because king arthur's a female I like that. Okay, so that's the next thing I'll binge watch then, and we can talk about it next week. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch the pre-Thanksgiving episode. The pre-feast of feasts episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of do like the fact that they did stick with our holidays, though. Mm. They did. They did. They, they oh, actually yeah, yeah. did it correctly. They really, yeah. They, they made great reference to Sam Hain. <sighs> it's Sawin. I know it's Sawin. <laughs> you know it's Sawin. <laughs> they kept saying Sam Hain. <laughs> We are not uh, part of the Insane Clown Posse. We don't say Sam Hain. No. It's Sawin. It's Sawin. It's a Celtic word dating back centuries. In my Halloween episode, I explained it. Yes. It's like, come on, guys. Yes. That was, and actually the Halloween episode was the preview for the emergence of Mog, because I was the one having the whole conversation with her that whole podcast. That is much. true. You were. Yep. I was. You, you basically... Put your uh, feet into the pool that is the Phoenix Gate. And I like it. I knocked on the gate. You did. You did. And it's funny because, you know what, honestly, my one of my friends pointed out to me that even though I call you Mog and people may not understand that it stands for Medic of Gotham, truly, my friend goes to me, she goes, that could actually stand for Master of the Gate. I'm like, it could, but he ain't my master, so no. No. <laughs> no. But well, well, they're saying I'm Master of the Gate, not Master of the Phoenix true that's my domain <laughs> yeah i am the gatekeeper i am the, the key, key master, master. <gasps> they are coming out with possibly a third i know oh and it's gonna be the original characters except for raimi because you know rest in peace and stan oh. Oh. Poor, poor egon stanley oh god we will have that moment of silence at the end of the cast, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, there will we, be a moment of silence. Yeah, hopefully they'll be actually fucking silent. And if you can't hear that the slight music that's in the background is playing, believe it or not, is one of the premier people. Baby bats is what we would call somebody that's just getting into the goth scene. We call them baby bats. And what's the one thing that usually brings a baby bat to the actual goth scene before they get real heavy into it is music. And... One of the big things that brings people is Depeche Mode. 
believe it or not. Yeah. Which is hysterical considering Depeche Mode got what started in the 80s, right? Something like that. Something like that. My mother would know. Um, and they were a big, like, you know, underground electronica kind of band that was on the darker side of like these clubs that you would go to. Like, and these are people that would be like Sue and the Banshees and all that shit. But Depeche Mode is usually what will bring a baby bat to the fold that is goth. The fold that is what we love to be. And that's just dark and fluffy. I'm trying to not say it. Say it. I want my baby bat, baby bat, baby uh, bat, baby bat ribs. Chili's baby bat ribs. I knew it. Dolls. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. Jeff's talk. Thanks, Mom. 80s. So this band's been around for a good 30 years. Because I'm 33, you're 35, going to be 36, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be 34. So we've grown up listening to this band. So yeah, 80s. And oh, that's right. Tim Burton is doing the Dumbo. But we're not talking about that today, no, no. Juggy. No. We're going to talk about Considering that. Considering the only image in a trailer from that movie is going to give us the feels. And I don't feel like getting verklempt right now. I, I, honestly, we're going to be verklempt enough with the Stan Lee tribute. Oh, God. So... We'll save more feels for the pre-Thanksgiving episode of the Gates. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, more Sabrina. We didn't really talk about the cousin. Oh yeah, there was Am because you see, Ambrose. He's a complete out of left field. And he's gay. Yeah. I so like you, that. not only did you have him as pay, you know, pagan, which whatever, he's also gay, and I that like is that. Sabrina's mysteriously black cousin Ambrose, and that's all cool because hey. We everybody's down with the swirl at some point. But the in thing life. is, is I don't know who's the mom. Is it Hilda or Zelda? I don't think it's either. Yeah. I think I think it may be he's, like another. He's, he's, a, he's a ward like Sabrina. No, he was a cousin. No, he's a, like he's but he's Hilda and Zelda's ward. Like well, Sabrina he got is. he got chained there because yeah. of something he did, which is kind of cool because it's kind of a nod to the original Salem character who was trapped in the cat body. And for being a, a witch trying to overthrow the, the witch's council, right? Which is, I think, what Ambrose tried which, to do. I'm sorry, since we're since we're talking about the witch's council, yeah, can we talk about those outfits and what they oh are? A blatant my God, yes. Now can. I'm sorry, Netflix, bravo, bravo for making the witch's council. Who I've already just said they seem to be more like puritanical Christians, yeah. than actual witches. And then you dress up the witch's council like a black version of the clan. Good job. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. That was quite the turn. When that happened, I was just like, was are like, you fucking yo, kidding me right oh now? Oh, my God. Like, I don't even have to try. Like, put it this way. Ancient druids actually dressed in white robes, you know, but we didn't have fucking pointy-ass hoods, you know? I mean, most of the time, anytime we practice any type of thing, we didn't have... A lot of us would go sky clad, which I was about means to say, naked. A lot, of, a lot of us didn't have anything on. We was all as naked as the day we was born. Yeah, because most rituals were born again. But it's like bravo on that little nya-nya because like people always assume that everybody dresses up in black robes and dances in a circle. Mm -hmm. And that's not exactly what they did. But it's kind of cool that I like that Ambrose character is tied into the kind of the original Salem. Because if you remember on the Melissa Joan Hart version, Salem's trapped as a cat, no magic, and he's the under the responsibility of Hilda and Zelda. Ambrose black guy trapped in the house under the stewardess ship of Hilda and Zelda. Yes. Well but, done. Yeah. The only difference was Ambrose. They kept saying, oh, well, you know, he still has to stand trial. He still has to stand trial. No, I thought he did. No, because remember then Blackwood's trying to get him to narc on Sabrina. Oh. And he's like, oh, well, maybe we can get this overturned. He, no, this, the verdict was overturned because he didn't narc out his friends. That Well, that was the one that he wouldn't do. Right. And that's what you're but there was still a way, you know, there was still an appeal or something. Yeah, Sa know. Salem had no appeals. Salem was no, was he was fucked. just like, no, you no, fuck you, you're done. Which I'm um, I'm sorry for those of us who are big nerds of cartoons and everything. The voice of Salem is also the voice of Norbert from the Angry Beavers. Yeah. And as a big fan of the Angry Beavers, Ugh. I miss the voice. No, that's Daggett. Oh, Ugh. yeah, right. Who also, who also does Zim. Yes. And we both met him at Comic-Con. Yes, we did. Oh. And I also met the voice of Gurr. Well, I met the voice of Gurr a couple of years ago. And he autographed that exact picture that you have over there for... <laughs> for... Uh -oh. I got the original Ricky Simmons print where it's Gurr holding a lightsaber and the lightsaber is going through the front of the dog hood. 
and like he that. autographed that for me because in the middle of Acon, in the middle of Acon where I was working, he started having an upset tummy, and I jumped in my car and drove to Seven Eleven to get him the little chewable Pepto Bismol tablets. Well, aren't you? Because the well, no, because those of us who have met Ricky Simmons, he's the nicest guy in the world. He really is. And but he's a little particular. He he likes he likes things the way he likes them, and okay. as long as it's that way, he's the nicest guy in the world. We're the same way. I haven't seen him ever get angry. He just gets upset. Yeah, I mean, we're the same way. Honestly, if we yeah. don't have things a certain way, we don't like it. Truth. You know, I mean, like, sure. I, and, and you know what kind of bothers me is like the fact that David Tennant charged a hundred dollars for an autograph. Not going off on too much of a tangent, where I got a picture and an autograph from Alex Kingston for eighty. We're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. Con rage is real, because as it is, it's gonna cost probably. Are you going to Wintercom? Um, maybe. I'm going. Then I'll I'll try to make it work. Yeah. So just a quick side note: this weekend. Me and a couple of the guys from the second rounds on us, Florida and New York City edition, will be at GameCon over here at Resorts World. While um, other members, ow, Tony, other members of the second rounds New York City edition will be at Anime Next. So that's pretty cool. We're dividing and conquering the con world this weekend. And then for WinterCon, all of us will be there. I will be there. Um, all the New York City edition and a uh, member of the Florida edition and uh, Notorious Bex, who is the current champion of the Who You Got Challenge. Excuse me. <clears throat> Bad taste now, in my mouth. Now, for those of us But who, um, that she's defending now, her title. I'm, since I'm new, what is this Who You Got Challenge? Okay. So the Who You Got Challenge is something that the rounds created. It is where we go and we go and create a battle royale between popular characters. You get four from movies, four from video games, four from TV, and four from comics. No gods can be chosen. So you can't have like Thor. You can't use Thor. No Thor, no Loki. No Loki. You can't use them, no they're Odin, gods. Yeah. Anybody that we also deem to have godlike power cannot be used. So no Superman. No Superman. Good, I hate Superman. Yeah, we're also not allowed to use the Hulk. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, I, I think. But they basically what we do is we draft our characters and then we have a conference and the characters duke it out until we have one champion. And then that champion goes on to the chosen convention and fights all the other champions. And it's actually you guys, the wonderful people that love us and follow us on the rounds and the second rounds and me everywhere choose. They vote who they like best and whoever has the most votes at the end of the weekend wins. And then whoever had that character is the champion. Yeah. Right now it's Beck. She won with uh, Rick Sanchez from New York City Comic Con. She did. She won with Rick. She won with Rick. And um, she's actually the first female to ever win the Who You Got Challenge. So congratulations. You're still going to lose at WinterCon. (laughs) Not to me. I'm not doing it. But... Maybe one day the Phoenix Gate will throw their hat in the Who You Got Challenge ring. Hmm. You never know. Either way, so we will be at WinterCon. We will. I'll be at GamerCon. Others will be at an Anime Next. Yeah. So seriously, I'll be at WinterCon. Mm-hmm. Possibly, if I can get my cosplay done on time, mm-hmm. I will. If not, it'll wait for the next con. Honestly, I think but, we should wait with the punks. No, no, the punks is Eternal. The con. punks is Eternal Con next year. Yes, we're definitely that's now, set in stone. Yeah. For the next cosplay, if anybody's interested, here is a big, big spoiler. Mm-hmm. Well, she knows what it is already. so Which is cool, because if I really wanted to, I could break out Cammy. I could. You could. You yeah. could break out Cammy. I've actually shown people pictures of your Cammy, and they're like, wow, that's pretty legit. Thank you. I mean, it's only going to get better after the 12th. But yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how I'm going to look next year? Woo! <laughs> It's gonna be great. Y'all don't even know what's coming for you. Oh, you didn't know? Mm-hmm. But see, on top of that other stuff that we do talk about, we will be frequenting some of the darker cons. Chiller. Walker Stalker. Walk- this right now. I will shut that shit down. Lucille is thirsty. But unfortunately, that is um, our sister Ashley mm-hmm. from the Florida Editions. Boo, so he's untouchable. That's her boo. No one touches him. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. 
Come on, you know I'm a fan of useless knowledge. I'll pull people out of left field. It's true. And the thing is, is the wonderful part about it is we literally, Mog is me, but with a dick. That's it. Like, Facts. It, it, we're the same human being. We have the same mindset. We're on the same wavelength. Literally, he can finish my sentences for me, and I can do the same for him. And if you didn't notice before, we happen to talk in unison a lot. Yeah. yeah. So get used to it. <laughs> like I said, oh, you'd know. Your ass better call somebody. Oh, wrestling is just, it's on. What? What? Oh, oh my God. Spoiler alert on the Phoenix Gate. Yeah. The Forgotten Saint may be going back into the ring Ooh, in 2019. That'd be cool. Butter, stop it. Urgh. Urgh. Cerberus. Urgh. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> did we really go off on an extreme tangent from Sabrina? I mean, like, what else can we really cover with Sabrina? We're uh, almost at the wire. I I think it's time for the moment of silence. I think that's where we're at at this point. I do want to agree with you on this. So, um, Alexa, stop. We're going to turn off the music. We're all going to just right now, we're taking Stanley literally touched everybody I know. So many lives. lives. So many lives. So, my, my mom, me, you, everybody I know. Every single person I know was affected with the fact that this amazing man passed. Honestly, anybody that reads a comic book in this day and age owes their right to read an interesting and well thought out comic book thanks to Stan Lee. Because he stood up to the comic books code back in the, was it the 60s? The 60s. In the 60s, there was a comic book over. There couldn't be any drugs, any, nothing interesting. No blood. No blood, no nothing. Had to be all cookie cutter. <clears throat> yeah. Butter. And We're Stan having a moment of silence. And Stanley fought against that. He did. And he gave us some of the most beloved characters of all time. Spider-Man, the Hulk. I mean, and he he crossed just the, the Prince genre. So many. I mean, come on. Nine, was it 1992? Yeah. He's talking to Jason Lee about the thing's cock in Mallrats. It's true. It's true. Well, Jason Lee was, was talking, talking to, to him, him about, about it. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then... And then Come the early 2000s, there was the great comic book movie resurgence. Spider-Man. The ah, good guy. Do we really want to say those Spider-Mans belong in the resurgence? Because honestly, I think the resurgence well, started with Iron Man. Well, regardless, he was in them. That's true. He, I mean, that man was in all of his movies at some one. point. And in my opinion, he should stay in every movie. Wow. Well, see, unfortunately now. Well, they did it in the Ghostbusters movie. That's true. They did. They did. But what I like the most about it is that he did actually manage to finish his cameo in Avengers 4. So we are going to see that. Good. He did, I think he also finished it in, uh, oh God, what was the other movie that they said that he did? I think it was Black Panther 2 or Maybe. something like I'm not sure. No, Captain a, Marvel. Captain Marvel. Thank you. He did do the Captain Marvel cameo, which I can't wait to see. Yeah. Um, I've been obsessed with Brie Larson for many years. Yeah, he, he really has. Um, But... This man, literally, he gave me a character. Like, there's no there's no way that I could be who I am now if he hadn't given me the Phoenix, Jean Grey. And he did. And they're fighting. Because they know that we're upset. My cats can read emotion. But we're talking about, like, 10 years ago, and you were witness to this, because you weren't actually at the con, but you were witness to this because I called you up freaking the fuck out about it was the first time that I ever got to meet Stanley in person it was 10 years ago when I was still with my ex fiance, Kevin, Kevin and I, it was also the first real emergence of my Phoenix cosplay 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, cause originally I did the movie version, which was crap. I still have that costume. I just refuse to wear it. No, I, I, I always liked the green with the gold Phoenix on it better. I did too. It was the first time I ever wore that costume and Stan Lee was at New York City Comic Con. Unfortunately, Kevin and I did not have the money to go and he wasn't doing photo ops then because it wasn't really the same 10 years ago. It was different. New York City Comic Con's changed. We've been over that. I'm not getting into it again. But he happened to be walking to, I guess, his next like interview and Kevin and I happened to be there and we were hoping to catch a glimpse of him. He stopped everything and pulled me and Kevin to him and said that if his characters were ever real people, like based on actual people, they would be me and him. I called this one up, freaking out, telling him. Oh, no, 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 no. 
And that's verbatim the way it came out. Pretty much, because I was also trying to shout over the many people in Comic-Con. But, you know, I literally told him, I go, I can leave this place right now, get hit by a bus, and I'll die happy. Because that man recognized me as the true Jean Grey. I was his embodiment of the character, physically. Mentally, too, but he doesn't know that. Yeah, whatever. Well, he knows now because he's got all cosmic knowledge. He's always had cosmic he's, knowledge. Are you kidding str- me? In a strange way, he is now the Watcher. He is. And my mom says that he was oh, a class act of a legend. old school comic books in your face, y'all. Yes. He was but, a class act of a legend. Well, what about your stories about Stan? I mean, I mean come on. I, I was a fat kid growing up in Queens, New York. Comic <laughs> books were my escape. Yeah. Spider-Man, Iron Man, the X-Men, yeah. Silver Surfer, Captain America. I mean, Stan Lee was the driving force behind all of these characters. That's true. And you know what? I'm sure he had a hand in every different storyline they went under into the spider-verse the civil war planet hulk um they also did have that in the 90s the dc marvel crossover and he was a huge he even said i think i was listening to an old interview Mm -hmm. i think it was from conan 1995 and he was talking about how they were doing the gigantic marvel dc crossover and in the long and short this will sum up what stanley meant to me personally yeah when he passed Somebody put up, and I believe it was like 1990, they made they had a Marvel Comics trading card line, oh, and there was a Stan that. Lee card that said Mr. Marvel, and they put that up. I saw that picture on Facebook and it hit me right here because I remember getting that card, and like my mom didn't understand because she kind of knew comic books a little bit because I read them, they were all over my bedroom, blah blah blah. Clean it up. No, I mean she understood who Spider-Man was, who Iron Man was, Captain America, Silver Surfer. Et my mom did too. And she was like, "Who's this?" My she thought it was like Captain Marvel that my dad used to watch, who later became Shazam. Mm. But she thought Crazy that's who I was like. No, that's Stan Lee, the guy that <laughs> runs Marvel Comics. And for those that have never seen that card, it's literally a picture of Stan Lee, but he's a little bit Captain America, a little bit Wolverine, a little bit Spider-Man, a little bit. He's Hulk. a little bit of everything. His face has little colors of everything. And that's just what he was so many things to so many people. And unfortunately, in 2018, we did lose a lot of very important people. In the past couple of years, we've lost a lot of very important people. And, you know, it hurt, it hurt, it hurt. But there there was nothing that just, it literally took the breath out of my lungs. I have only cried for two other celebrities in my entire life. Two. Robin Williams. Same here. Chester Benningfield. I cried. I didn't cry as hard I, I for cr- Chester. I was. Um, I, I it was, was Robin more Williams. shock. It I was, was Robin shock. Williams and Carrie Fisher. I didn't cry for Carrie. I was more upset. That kid growing up in Queens, New York, big Star Wars nerd. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd too, but I still didn't cry. And and you know I don't cry. No, you don't. So for me making the announcement to the world right now that I cried for two celebrities like i was legit like hysterical fucking for robin williams and then i was just as bad it felt maybe worse for stan lee because i went from having an absolutely fantastic day to bawling for the rest of the day and my fernando's going to me he's like are you all right Can, are we are you gonna be okay and i'm like it'll, I'll never, be fine. Be okay. it'll never be okay again though Stop. We'll let you out in a second. We're having our moment of silence, damn it. That in and and of itself. All right. Let's have our quick moment of silence. Everybody there watching out with us, bow your heads and just remember what Stan Lee meant to you. Bow your heads, raise your glasses, do whatever it is that you want that will pay your respects. But this is for the great and utter. I should get out my bowl thing, but whatever. But we're saying our moment of silence now and then we're going to say goodbye because that of the hour. So. Stanley, thank you for shaping our lives. We love you forever. You will be missed. More than you'll ever know. Apparently my dog doesn't know the meaning of silence. We're done. All right. Well, and we're going to sign off. Yeah, we're going to say with, our goodbyes. With Stan, well, with Stan Lee's great one-liner that's gone throughout his entire career. 
the count of three. One, two, three. Stan, we miss you. Excelsior! Excelsior Thank you for watching the Phoenix Gate. Hopefully, you know, I'll be back in the weeks to come, and you'll see more of me. Yeah. So this is the Phoenix Gate. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we apologize again if we spoiled your day, but we did warn you in the beginning, dot, you know, about it. And um, catch us next week's Wednesday. I can't exactly say time because I don't know yet, but we are on every single Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram at the Phoenix Gate. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, the Phoenix Gate Podcast. If you follow us on Facebook, you'll get a notification when we're casting. Yes, you will. Um, feel free to share this cast anywhere you choose because we love people. If there's something that you want us to talk about, hit us up any way, shape, or form. We're on Instagram. Pardon me, on Facebook. Um, yeah, also don't forget tomorrow to tune into the second rounds on us, New York City edition for their Thursday night shenanigans. And then we have the second rounds on us, Florida edition coming to you. I think Saturday is their next cast. Um, so check them out. And as always, thank you, Podcast City Network, for featuring the wonderful triangle that is the rounds. And uh, find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. Uh, Stitcher and Podbean and with that we love you later peace we'll be Deuces. back next week bye okay ending broadcast bye and that's that Bunk. I think that went remarkably well yeah you're definitely coming back I know I'm just not gonna <laughs> who the fuck laid a dump